Okay, good morning. So uh, you've covered the second mimer? It's fine, okay. So since I've given quite a few Hagadomas introductions, and we don't have to do introductions, I mean, the truth is there's a Shar Hagadomas in Ariza, the whole state is Hagadomas. So everything really is Hagadomas to the next level. But what we can do more is go straight into the subject matter. But as I said, I think a critical thing that is necessary is to keep in mind the entire picture. Rebbe Rashab you know, had a big had a vision as he wrote Ayin Beis, and each mimer is building up to that bigger map, as I explained in other class, which is essentially keep the, always in mind the word mamutza, or an English interface. You'll see it come up again and again. First Kesa, then you'll see in this in this mimer you learned the second mimer Shavuos, so it's mimer number two. That is, you'll see Atzilus is Mamutza, which I'll get to in a minute, one of the chapters when he starts talking. How Atzilus is Mamutza. Interesting, just uh, another, another thing to point out. The Friedrich Rebbe uh, actually numbered the Maimorim. If you look in the Maftech in the beginning, and he wrote Teichen Ascholos HaMaimah. The Friedrich Rebbe did it for Samach Vov and does it for Ayim Beis. So you look, each Maimon has just very short. Maimon Beis, Atzilus Humamutza. What was Maimon Aleph? Paulus Akechis Fi Efen Haivarim. But since he writes Teichen Ascholus HaMaimon, you can't necessarily say it's the Teichen of the whole Maimon. But it helps because it gives you like a snapshot. Friedrich Rebbe wanted to just very kitsur. He was very into kitsurim. So, so let's just uh, I'll give a little overview of what this Maimon is now continuing the story. So the first Maimer established a Keser is a Mamutza. Keser beloshen, the Laz is Rotzen. Means the Rotzen that connects, the Rotzen Kloli that uh, the Ebrishta has to connect, that, that he wants existence. That's the Keser Kloli. And then there's the Rotzen Protein, the Rotzen is Protein for each world. Tzil is Bri, Yitzir Asi, as he explained. He said to understand the Rotson and Perik Beis, he began and said, let's talk about what's the contrast to Rotson. Rotson is Er Makif. And that's distinguished from Kol Keches HaShakulam Boimchines Er Pnimi. So he introduces Er Makif and Er Pnimi. And the rest of the Maimer 1, the first Maimer that we discussed last week, is all the Moshal of Keches HaNefesh to understand what Er Pnimi means. That air pnimi is not just another, you know, you could say like, you know, two types of airs. One air that goes into kalim and one doesn't. No, it's much different than that. The airs, as you learned, is, are made, they're tailored to fit into a kali. So it's not just one enters a kali and a makif doesn't enter a kali. Well, the air itself is a different type of air. The rotsun to walk, the rotsun to talk is one rotsun that can affect any part of your being. But the power of vision, keiches fish is a very we'll call it localized function, the function to see. And it's in the eyes, it's not in the nose, and it's not in the arms, and not in the legs. So not only the keli is different, meaning that your eyes are not like your ears, it's also the air keichari is different. The air is different. So the arichis of this whole muscle, as he discusses it, it's muscle, it's basically keichas anefesh, Alta Rebbe says in Tanya, keichas anefesh, nishtal shul, eser keichas anefesh, nishtal shul mehen, from what? From the Esed and Kalim in higher elements. So, truth is, Keiches HaNefesh is Mepsari Echzalaka. This is classic Siddhis Chabad. You're taking our Mepsari flesh, 
and we look at using examples because no one has ever seen Nadas Vikalim. Not in Itzi, not in Silas, not in Briya, not in Tzira, not in Asiya. But you can see your Kechsa Nefesh. I don't necessarily mean with our eyes. You experience it every moment. So what you're seeing here is this is exactly what Tzachsidus Chabad is. It's taking something that we could tangibly relate to. And with that, we'll understand things that we can't tangibly relate to. So in a sense, it's a moshul, but it's more than a moshul. It's nishtalshul. The moshul is nishtalshul from the nimshul. So now in this maimah, that's exactly what he does. How does the maimah begin? Once you've established what Sir Adam Atachten is like, and we know right in the beginning of Bereshit, it says, which, what does that mean? That we have a human being, you and I, each one of us, every human being is B'Tselem on the Tzir of Adam Elyon. What's Adam Elyon? Adam Elyon, obviously the Abish is the mile from all Tzirim. But he chose to manifest the Eris as they are subject to Tzimtzumim and all the Ishtalshalists into what we'll call a divine structure. So in other words, as, uh, just going to learn a little more about it later in the next Maimonim, but I'll just give a little, what does that mean exactly? Is he Lamayla Mitzir? Is he not Lamayla Mitzir? So there's the famous Avedis HaKedosh that will be discussed soon in Ayin Bays and later Maimonim. I don't think it's in this Maimon. No, it's later. There's mention here, Avedis HaKedosh? Well, it's Kishem Sheesh Lekech. Did I say it? Oh, okay, good, good. So then he already says it, so fine. I thought it was a later. Okay. So Kishem Sheesh Lekech be built in Balgvul, Kach Yesh Lekech be Gvul. If you don't say that, in other words, the fact that Abish is Lamayla Mitzir, Bligvul, is also Tzir. It means he's Bligvul and he can't manifest in Gvul. Remember, we're not talking about the Abish is Bligvul, the Abish is not, we're talking about manifesting. The difference in Elakan, Elakus. So we're talking about Elakus. The Eir Elaki, just as it can go into Bligvul Efanim, which is really more a makif and a sevif type of experience. It also has the ability to be a keir ha'gvul. Later, you're going to learn very soon how the eir ha'bligvul and eir ha'gvul speak to each other. It's not just the to make two tracks. But I don't want to jump there, but not there yet. So right now, we're going to learn about rotsin. We already began, but later, rotsin is going to be more of a, a makif. And the eir is the keiches, but keiches, the keiches ha'nefesh, our eir is bekelin. So what is the other alien? That Keich HaGvul, the Eibush, starting with the Eid HaGvul. There's no mention Eid HaGvul and Keich HaGvul too, which will be discussed in Ayin Beis later. So the Rebbe Rishab is now developing this concept of what is this Eid HaGvul like. Just like in Keich HaSenef, it's not just one Eid, that one is Bligvul, one is Gvul. The Eid HaGvul is unique. The Eibush made the Eid, the key to having it, the Fshadis, and the ability to actually manifest in Kalim. Eir Makim doesn't have that ability. It's not meant, meant to be that way. Eir Abligul is meant to be Eir Makif. Like, for example, Eir Hashemesh in our world is Eir Makif. The same light shines on a palace as it shines on a pile of garbage. It's a Moshe Fuchsidus. It's Eir Makif. Eir Nefesh is not an Eir Makif. There's a part of it that's Eir Makif that gives Chayis from head to toe. It's the same Chayis. But when you talk about the Keiches Primim, Keiches Hanefesh, that's not a Makif. The the seichel shabarosh and the and the riyab shabai and the shmir shabai they are all very unique. So that's the central theme of this maimah. Why is this so vital, especially in the larger theme of ayin beis? Because if you don't have an era gvul, and always it's a good a good rule, a methodology when you're learning chiddush. If you want to understand something, always ask what happens if it wouldn't be there. 
Let's say Eberstein chose to create the world without an air makif. What would be different? Or the other way around, what would, it, what would life be like, existence be like, if there was no air primi? When you ask that question, then you say to yourself, okay, well, there must be a reason. The reason is that, as I said, that, that Eberstein wanted to create an existence as much as possible that we can understand it. Because Eberstein called Yochel can do whatever he wants. And more importantly, not just that we can understand it, that we can also, through our Veda, connect if it would be something that we can't relate to, it would be, as I mentioned, it would be like an effort. Fine. You can't have the mitzvah of if you don't relate to it. So therefore, the Eid HaGvul creates the relationship. The Eid HaBligvul, we shall learn later, really creates the bitl. It creates the atzmizdik the connection. The Eid wants existence. But if there was only a rotzen and there was no Eid primim, we wouldn't have a relationship. Because the air would have, we and the, and the Macablin would only have the general air habligvul and you wouldn't have anything to relate to. The fact now that there's an air ha in Klea Chochme and air habina in Klea habina, we have something to hold on to. So when you learn Teda, what are you doing? You're using Seichel Anushi, your Seichel Adam, in Teichel Hanefus or Adam Atachten, and you're connecting to Seichel Habeda, to this of Adam Elian, to Chochme of. Uh, when you're learning, when you're doing a, a mitzvah chesed, you're doing, let's say, chnosos uh, archim, or gemilas chesed, you know, ma'hu chanon afata chanon, ma'hu rachem afata rachem, you're not just doing a nice thing. And you're not just doing a mitzvah. You're actually connecting your tziur, your structure, your chesed, which could have been used for something else, or your seichel for something else. You're aligning it with the Kayach Eid Aliki, that's Mislabish in Betsir HaKalim. So therefore, we have something that we can say we relate to. And that's how you such a you say this, because then there's a real relationship. It's not just the Abish is beyond us and we connect. You actually connect, and this gives us an ability to grow and so on. That's why you have Taka. Falachta Bedrachov, and that's what we learn. Falachta Bedrachov. How could you go by Bedrachov Shal Kodesh Baruch? Abish is a beta. Bligvul, beyond Bligvul. But the Ebishter created Adam Elyon, Betsir Zer Adam Atachin. So we have a place that we meet. It really answers hundreds of questions, actually. Someone we learned, the, the Shleim HaMelech said to the Ebishter, he said, Shemayim Vishmeh, Shemayim Leichal Kalucha, heaven and the heaven of heavens can't contain you. Avke Abayas Hazeh, this small base Migdash, relatively small compared to the heavens, that's going to contain you? Vishachanti Besecham? How do you explain that? You'd think the Ebershti, you want to find the Ebershti's Giluyim, you go to a place that's a bligvul. And the Ebershti says, Benichusa, yeah, that Afkia Bayes Azeh. Samtsam Atzmei, Benchne Badea Arun, the Ebershti puts himself, I say Ebershti again, I mean Eid Aliki, that's Mislabish, not just Mbederach uh, Maivers, not just passing through, it's Mislabish, Pepinimius, and so on. Remember the Rebbe once in Fabrengen used this Indian to really drive it home. And we always talk about Shkinta Begalusa. What does that mean, Shkinta Begalusa? The Ebrister is Shkinta Begalusa. It's higher than Golas, it's higher than Gula. The Ebrister is higher than everything. You say even Rashbi was the Churban didn't happen. How can you say Shkinta Begalusa? So the Rebbe explained. He said, because Elokus, Tutsachan in the Velt. So there's a Darge where Elokus that relates to us. And when we suffer, the Ebrister also in some ways affected by it. Move, we're not talking about Atmos, and we're not talking about the Hechera Eres Bligvul, but there's an element where there's a relationship. We have to understand 
how do you explain the Eid HaBligvul connected to the Eid HaBligvul and all the way connected to the Shadish? That's not for now. That will be discussed. But this is all part of the theme that's going to unfold through Ayin Beis. So this Maimed, essentially, what the Rebbe Rashab is doing is starting to lay, this, the, lay, the, the, lay out the map of the structure of Seder Shtalshus and its necessity. And that's why it's so machbit that it should be Bislapshus and it is Pratim and you see every detail how he goes into detail, like I pointed out last week. There's almost no limits. You know, as I said, in a regular Maimed, you learn other Maimodim, here the Rebbe Rashab can go for pages and obviously develop it further. So I was going to go, maybe I'll go through some of the key points through this Maimur since, since we learned it and explaining it in this context. But this is the central theme. Did he bring in this Maimur? I just don't remember in this or the next again. The Rebbe Rashab bring the Shita of Eris Mitsuyarim, Eris Prutin? Is that? Not yet. Okay, that will come. It's probably the third or fourth Maimur. Yeah, this is going to develop. So what is coming? What? Huh? Yeah, okay. Now, I'll talk about it then more by Riches, but I'll make point of it here because this is a vital component to understand what I just said. So what did I just sum up to sum up what, was, what I just said now was that that idea of Eris Primim, which he's explaining here, by Riches, like I told you, this goes all the way to chapter Memvov, I believe, right? Is that what I said? Um, chapter Memvov. Yeah, chapter Memvov will be You'll go back then to move it to uh, back to the Eir uh, Makif. But so it's uh, you're talking about 46 chapters. It's not a small amount of, of pages, but there's a lot of details. So, so what, 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 uh, what's, what's vital here in the central theme is, is back to the Mamutsa. You don't have a Mamutsa if you don't have an Eir Pnimi. Because then if you only had Eir Ablikvul, you have an Eir that, ref- that represents Eibishter. But what represents the Tzir of a, of a Gvul? And we are all Bali Gvul. Not just with Bali Gvul, where her whole existence is defined by Gvul. Everything is Tzir. We don't have a bleak Gvul in us unless the Ebrishter gives it to us. But in essence, you're, you're measure, you have a measure. We are human beings. It's that but not ish. We have mortality. So everything about us is Gvul. If you don't have an Eid key that relates to the Gvul of Nevroim, which, which is us, then you're lacking the biggest part of the interface. It would be like a maturgaman, a translator, that knows one language. He knows the language of the divine, but he doesn't know the language, our language. So Heman helped us. So the whole point is that the Eir Primi is a vital component. This is going to be, again, a theme that's going to go many different ways. You're going to see an Ayin Beis crop up again and again, as the Rebbe Rashab is constantly going back and forth, because it's going to be a dance in a way. You know, are you talking, is it Elikus or is it Nevroim? And they're opposites. So you're going to see constantly there's always these. Uh, I've counted through learning Ayin Beis at least, at least I can count at least 100 different levels of Mimutsoyim that the Rebbe Rashab spells out. Just to show you how much you need interfaces because you're dealing with such two opposites. So you have to connect them on every level. I mean, the Havdul Amoshal would be if you know some engineering or even basic thing, electricity running into a home. You have electricity in these light bulbs. It's, you know how many interfaces they're going on, how many different regulators and valves. It's like pipes. And every pipe needs to be re- regulated. If the flow is too strong, it'll blow out the circuits. If the flow is too little, you won't have light. So everything is about the right measure of Eris and Kalim. And that's essentially what the Rebbe Rashab is developing here, how they're tailored for each other. The Eris are too strong, the Kalim will be, uh, uh, will be annihilated. 
if the edus are too weak, then the yeshus of the kelim will be too strong. You won't have a real chayis. And this is also, if you think about health, the Alter Rebbe says in the Gerus what's health? A healthy human being is when the blood is flowing without any chamanulitzlan impediments. It's mamish. It's edus and kelim. The blood has to flow through the arteries and the veins, and it reaches all parts of the body. If chamanulitzlan something happens, a stroke or a heart attack, or anything that stops the flow, or there's a thickening of the blood. You know, the blood has to be exactly the right thin and the right thick. It's too thick, it will clot. And it can create a real sarcona. If it's too thin, it can hemorrhage. So this is a perfect example that you see the human body, how it functions. We don't even realize how many miracles are happening. But it's exactly that. You put a piece of food in your mouth. What happens? The teeth break it down. Then it has to go down your gullet and goes into the, the digestive process. Your kind of complicated process, it breaks down the food further. It will eliminate the waste. And then it will absorb the nutrients and turn them into dama, basur, kipsare, blood. You know, if you think about it, this is a per- perfect example of balance of not too much chemer and not too much ruach. You need to have chemer and sur in the proper uh, blend. And in truth, I'll go even further, even if you apply it to, let's say, even relationships. And, and I use it all the time. When you're dealing with, say, a couple dealing with issues, parents and children, or friends, it's also a balance. You have two Yechidim who have Ein Deir Sein Shabbos. And how do you create the right balance of a give and take when one is not destroying, the, annihilating the other? So you have, of course, the, 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 the we say every morning, So Chesidus explains, doesn't mean one possible wins over the other. It's not like, okay, two pesukim can contradict. Then we say, which one is right? You, you are better than them. The third pesuk finds a common denominator, a deeper uh, idea that both pesukim feed into. So all this, tefetis it's called, is balance of edis and kelim. Okay. Now, after the, the Rebbe Rashab explains that, so now he goes back to Atsilis. Because where is the ultimate perfect harmony of edis and kelim? It's in Atsilis. So what's Atsilis? Let's talk a moment about Atsilis. So he's going to say some very sadistic things here, which I'll point to. In, uh, I think, what Pedic is? In Pedic, um, right here, in the Pedic uh, Nvov, he says, It's a very vital line. You know, I remember when we started learning Chesidus as teenagers, Yeratzilis, Bria, Yetzira, Sia, and so on. And no one ever told us what's the difference between these four. I mean, the best what happened was when Nabiel asked us, and, and I remember in Ocean Parkway, he asked two questions. He said, so can anybody tell me in Velche Yarhundet, you know, which century was the Tzimtzimadish? So someone, someone said maybe, the, I think it's the second or the third century. Okay, and the second question he asked us, where, where is Atsilus and Bri Yitzirasiya? And actually one, one kid said, I mean, we're kids, you know, 15 years old. One said he thinks it's between the, uh, Jupiter and Saturn. I don't know if you know what Jupiter and Saturn are. two planets in the sky. Now, we all know it's not, that's ridiculous because these are not Kashmir's elements. Even the word elom is confusing. What do you mean a world? It's a world. You know, by us, a world is a globe. Earth is a world. The truth is, it's a domain. It's a world only because in, it's a Shema Mushal, the world. Not a world as in another planet or something. It's a, it's a, it's a Darga. But it's not just a dagger like a sphere; it's a whole, uh, it's a whole uh, structure. So, if you say, for example, elam ha ha 
Elam Ha'chai, Elam Ha'atzameach, Elam Ha'demon. It's domains. You call them kingdoms. They're not physical worlds. They're a, a domain. So Atzilus is a, uh, in English, the word would be, I don't know if you know this word, archetype. It's an archetype. You know what an archetype is? Okay. An archetype is a, the, a perfect model, a perfect model. Sometimes they call it today a template, a perfect model of what the Ebershter wanted existence to look like. Now, was someone said to you, show me what the world would be in a perfect state, a world. We're not talking about perfection period. You're talking about elokus, shittus elokus, you go lifnat simtum. But in the world of world, in existence, in the structure of existence, which of all the levels is the so-called the perfect world? Perfect balance, the perfect harmony. Tzatzilus. Higher than Tzatzilus is not really a world yet. You know, we learned Toyu is, of course, chaotic, and the Shrita Sakelim. Higher than that, Akudim is 10 energies in one container. Where's the perfect world? Tzatzilus. Bria is already becoming more yeshus. The Dakus, you'd see it even more. And I see it for sure. So Atzilus is the world. That's why when we say the Ovis, Hein Hein Amarkova, or you say Atzadik is a Neshama Atzilus. Now all Neshamas come from Atzilus, but then they go through Levushim or Bria Yitzir Asiyah. When we say Ovis Hein it says, it says in Sefer HaBoyed, what does it say? That when Avram existed on earth, the Chesed Atzilus came to the Abishtha and said, what do you need me for? You have Chesed of Atzilus on earth. The Rebbe brings very often, or relatively often, the that when Moshe Rabbeinu was in Mitzrayim talking to Pare, says it was Atzilus on earth talking to the Klippus, the Shol Klippus Atmeus of Pare. It's a very strong word. And the Atzilus, you say the Alter Rebbe. The Alter Rebbe, Neshama Atzilus, all the truth is, all the rabbeim. What's an neshama datzilus? It's not it's just not huh? Mean, it's First of all, all the rabbeim and ain't etzim. It's one thing, you know. The Rebbe says that uh, you know the sichef ayetze yud kislev tafshin yud. So they ask the Rebbe if you look in all the svarim of the chalos, it says kevet shalshelus ha'ir. And every sefer here too, kevet shalshelus ha'ir on the shavla. The Rebbe, of course, wrote that. I mean, it's a little derechaga, but it's a gishmaka thing, so I'll share it. See, kevet shalshel se'er? Which means, uh, what's shalshel se'er? The chain of light. So the Rebbe said, vayetze, yud kislu, v'fabrein, tovshin yud. And the Rebbe says, someone asked me, why did I write shalshel se'er? It should be shalshel se'er. No, tovshin yud alf, right? You're right, my mistake. You're right. Yud kislu, tovshin yud alf. Yeah, before uh, the official uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we have sikhs from before also, but uh, yeah, no, this is Tafshin Rav. Okay, good. So the Rebbe said, so make me give He said, they asked me, why did I write Shoshal Sa'ir? A Rebbe is the Chamoyer. should be Shoshal Samoyer. And the Rebbe answered that now Moyer is stuck in Shoshalas. Because a Moyer is Alt Ains. One Moyer. So, like when we say, it says in Tayyar Sholem, the Alta Rebbe lived in Mazmana Tanoim, he'd been a Tana. If he lived in Azman Amaroim, it'd be an Amaira. People say, someone told me something which to me was Shtus, but he thought he was saying a Chachma, that if the Rebbe lived the time of the Alter Rebbe, he would have brought already Shabbat Mrs. Breineach then. I said, no, if the Rebbe lived the time of the Alter Rebbe, he would have been the Alter Rebbe. He is the Alter Rebbe. It's everything with Chalzman, Lufi and Yoni. Then there's a Shalshelas that comes, like it's like Atzmus, ain't Atzmus. But then there's Eris. Era Chachma, the Alter Rebbe is Chachma, the Mitle Rebbe is Bina. 
So in their giluim and their spashtas is a tzir, but their etzim is one. But getting back, so what's on the shomadat silis? A shomadat silis is the perfect, called the quintessential perfect human being. That if a human being walked this earth and 24-7 was following what the Ebishter wants, you know, complete shluchishul ha'kadosh baruch hu, shluchishul ha'kamesei, that's Adam Elyon. He's mamish bedugma lamat. It brings in Tehra Shalom as well. The Alter Rebbe would fall asleep Friday afternoon. Rabbi Hill would go to sleep. Why? Because lamat, it's called Dunmita Dezah. It's a time of a certain helm. So Alter Rebbe didn't have to make an effort. He's bedugma. As soon as in Zodat Silas, there's a certain Shina, Alter Rebbe, Bemele, went into a state of a, of a Shina. Rabbi Hillel didn't have that but he knew it says so so he would take a nap, it's very different and the rest of us are eating chont or whatever we're doing or we take a nap for other reasons no. so no, they say the Alter Rebbe would eat one of the places I think I'm not sure where it says it, it says that Alter Rebbe when he ate it was Alter Rebbe was in prison, it was dark right, how did he know when day and night because he knew the Tzirufim, now People like us, we don't relate to that because we have to look into a calendar to know that Shabbos. But you got tzaddik or neshama doesn't need to look at a calendar at Shabbos. He doesn't need to look at a calendar when Shem Kippur because what, what he's bedug mishel Now it's hard for us to imagine something like that, but that is what neshama datzilus is. So going back to datzilus, datzilus is the perfect. That's an archetype. So if someone said to you, "You have chesed, right? We all have chesed in the nefesh, and we use it." You give zdoka. You're using the chesed, the keches nefesh. One of your ten keches is chesed. But if someone asks you, tell me, is this chesed a perfect chesed? You'll say, no, of course it's not. Sometimes I use it for good things. Sometimes I don't use it. Sometimes I don't use it for good things. I can use it also for bad things. You can be kind and sometimes not in the right way. So someone say, what's the perfect chesed? How do you know what's the best way to be chesed? In other words, when should be chesed, when should be kvura, etc.? So there you look at it. Atzilus will tell you what that's like. In the tzir of Adam, it's a tzaddik, a tzaddik gomer, or that's an ashamed atzilus without, any, without anything in between. No, no, uh, uh, no levushim and no parsoyis and so on. So that's what he says here. That basically, Lulei Hatzilus Loyha Yinu Yedim Kol Inyan Eden Sof. Take out Atzilus from the map. What do you have? You don't have a dogma of something that we can understand Elikus. You will not have Chachma Velikus. You wouldn't have Bina Velikus. I will say, what do you mean? There's Chachma Bina and Bria, and Chachma Bina and and all the spheres in, in Yitzira. But there, it's already has a Mitzias Laatzme. Only Atzilus, you say Iu Vechayu Echad, Iu Vegarmu Echad. That Atzilus is like. Going back, what does he say in Tanya? That 24-7, call you mayhem, every second of their lives, they were Again, it's hard to imagine. But 24-7, we have me'enze. When you are learning and you're completely immersed in in Teda or in a mitzvah or in the Rebbe Za'inyan, that moment, it's you're completely immersed. The problem is we can't really extend it. Most of us can't do that for, for more than a few minutes or a few hours at max. But a person who's in that darga, that's what Atsilis is. So Atsilis is basically, therefore, a perfect example. It's it's elikus, but betsiur and artsiur. Higher than Atsilis, it's elikus, but without a tsiur. 
lower than the Natsilis, it's Alakus is already more Behelem. So the fact is, in this world right now, like we learn in Basiligani, what does it say? That the Ikashkina Bitachtenim Haisa, Basiligani, Gani, like Sivkan, Lignuni, the Ikashkina Bitachtenim, a sea of Gashmis was then aligned, was not Silas, but relatively speaking, it was far more aligned to what the Abishta wanted. Chetet Sadas, what happened? Say that the Stalkashkina. What does that mean? It means that existence is no longer aligned. So just to use a very uh, balbatish example, you ask somebody, um, tell me, who, who are you? Tell me, who are you? So most people, if you ask them who they are, you know they do? They give you their business card, either Begashmis or they tell you their job. And then when you say to them, one second, you're not telling me who you are, you tell me what you do. Um, what you do is not necessarily who you are. You can be doing a lot of things that doesn't reflect who you really are. So many people will, will say, sadly, what I do has become who I am. My job has become me. When the truth, if you think about it, it's, 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 it's absurd. It would be saying, like, your vehicle defines where you will go instead of you telling the vehicle where to go. You take a hammer to knock on the nail, the hammer tells you what to do, and you tell the hammer what to do. The captain tells the ship what to do. The ship doesn't tell the captain what to do. But this is a perfect example of Elam Hazen. We're not aligned. So we can become so consumed with what we do. And Lav Davkit's Bechuven and directed toward the purpose of Tachlis Habri. Lav Davkit, as a matter of fact, most people are not doing what their Tachlis is. You know, hopefully a little, which, which this is basically what Teir and Mitzvah says, and Nineveh Reis, the Shamash has came. But the question is to what extent we know that's not that simple. So we, even when you learn Tanya, so though he doesn't bring this here, another my modem, Tzemek has a whole mimer. I'm just translating this a little in Aveda. So he says the difference between a tzaddik, a beni, and a rosha, he says is the difference between atzila, there he says briya, yitzira, asiya, but let's say atzilas, uh, briya, and yitzira, and asiya. That a rosha, tevle, rosha v'tevle, rosha v'rale, is, is completely moly clippers with sitach. So the ilimus are also dargas. So a tzaddik is, what's a tzaddik? Atzadik is the level of Atzillus. Everything is aligned. The Eiris and Kalim of his life, his, as I said, Al Rebbe, when he, he fell asleep, his physical body, because his Kalim and his Eiris were all aligned to the way the Eberster wants it to be. So really, you could say Avedis Odom is essentially trying to realign our lives in Elam Haza to the best possible scenario. So obviously, we need Dargis, so that's why we have uh, Siyas, goes to Yitzira, to Bria. But ultimately, and this goes back to the archetype, is the perfect model. The perfect model. So just use an example. For example, when, um, when you take an x-ray, of, of, I don't know if you ever took an x-ray of your lungs. So you'll see the doctor will put the, will put the x-ray up on a screen, show you what healthy lungs look like, and hopefully your lungs are healthy. But if, God forbid, there's something going on, you're right away, why do you need to see the healthy lungs? Because you need always a backdrop. Like if someone said to you, what's a perfect circle look like? You can't just make a circle. You have to see a perfect circle and then say, now you try to copy that. Mm. So always in any type of training and education, whether it's music or art, you always want to show the student a perfect picture. And then you can say, now here's where you are. Now let's figure out how you get from here to there. If you don't have a perfect picture, you're going to make many mistakes because you could I'm already there. You know, a person could say, until you learn Tanya, you could think, if you did a mitzvah to your tzaddik, comes out the Rebbe and says, Nishta Zeposhet. You could be living your whole life, Machshav Dibra Maisa should be perfect. You're still not a tzaddik. You're a
which of course created a big uproar. What do you mean? I'm learning Tatum and Mekai Mitzvah. I'm a, I think I'm a tzaddik. Yeah, but till you know it, there's an expression somewhere where Alter Rebbe says the Chassidus came to teach how small you are and how great you can become. Now, a lot of people know how small they are, but they don't know how great they can become. So they live in a very mitzumsum way. Then there's some people who have chalims. It's called, you know, grand, delusions of grandeur. They know how great they can become, but they don't know where they are. And you talk to them, they think they're already there. Yeah, big thing. And we know that. So the real chachm in life is to know where you are, but not just that, but know what you can become. So when the Rebbe taught us, said Sichis, he's teaching us not what you are, what you can become, your potential. What's your potential? In different words, is that silas within you? So you're growing from your asiya to your yitzira to briya to that silas. So someone asks, who are you, say, your potential? The, the answer? You want to know what the answer is, the right answer? You say, I'm, I'm a soul of God that put me in this world to achieve something that's indispensable that only I can achieve and no one else. I was chosen by God to be here. To. Basically, your mission, your shlichus is your neshama, your neshama. That's who you are. You're not your goof, you're neshama. I mean, it's not, I, this wasn't a quiz. I mean, if someone asks you that, you can say that. It comes down to <laughs> My point was really just to say how, how we define ourselves. You know, um, what do they say? Some people say we're physical beings on a spiritual journey, or are you spiritual being on a physical journey? Obviously, the seconds. You look at this, you learn the neshama came down the mata. You didn't begin your life when you were born. Your neshama was here long before. Then comes the time when the Abish descends the neshama down the mata. Okay, so those lines, and I just want to read it inside because it's very powerful and very or always remembered to you. He says, so what is at Silas? He says these words. Mamutza ben Eden Sof. See the word Mamutza. Now you'll say, one second, didn't you say Mamutza in the beginning of the Hemshech on Keser? As I said, you're going to have a lot of Mamutzaim. And as a matter of fact, a good hundreds of pages later, the Rebbe Rashab is going to explain the difference between the Mamutza of Atzillus, the Mamutza of Keser, the Mamutza of Ak, the Mamutza of Teda. And it goes more, there's more Mamutzaim, as I said. I, I, there's, huh? Huh? Uh, no, uh, yeah, he says in the sea, someplace he says in the, um, in the sea, Yisrael, maybe. They talk about Rebbe, talk about Moshe Rabbeinu more. In my modern, they don't usually talk about Rebbe in the word Rebbe. We've seen usually not in the sea or Manhige Yisrael, or very insane, you know, things like that. Yeah. So then he says like this. So it's a, it's a Mamutza. Mamutza means a Maitzel and a Vroim Lies Gili Eden Sof Elam. There you have it. If you want Gilead and Sof, but Elam, you need two things. You need Eden Sof, you need Elam. So how do you match the two? The two opposites, Satsilis is the perfect in-between. Because on one hand, it's Elikus. On the other hand, it's an Atsir of an Elam. Then he says, Shazel Tachlis HaKavonu B'Savis HaTzilis. B'Vdei Sheyir Gilead Elikus Be'Elamis. There's a purpose. Atsilis is in order to bring Elikus Be'Elamis. So take out Atsilis from the picture, you won't have the ability, in the full sense of it, of being able to say, what does Elikus look like? What does it mean to live up to what Elikus wants from us? It's a real list of things here. Take away Atzillus and all this wouldn't be, wouldn't be for the reasons that I explained. 
So you do have to put it specifically, Chochme Bina Das of Atzilus is the Chochme Bina Das of Teda, which we know is Chochmosh Shal Kodesh Baruch. You sit and learn Teda, even with your Seichel Anushi, even the Seichel Nefesh Abamis, you're aligning Chochme on Adam Atachtim to the Chochme Bina Das of Adam Elyon. And the same thing with emotions, which he says, he says this Ava Vira, the idea of Ava Sashem, Yira Sashem. Okay. So that's what, that's what I wanted to focus on one point in this chapter. Another thing I wanted to focus on is then he starts talking in the next chapter about is Atsilus a chidush, yeshmain, or gilehelo? Now, this is a big, big topic. Because here comes the dilemma. You're saying it's a mamutza. But on the other hand, it's an Elamat Silas. Is it a Bria? If it's a Bria, so what do we resolve? Then it's also a Chidus. So why is Atzilus better? It just carries over the question. Yes, Atzilus is a higher Darga than Bria Tzirasiya. But if it's a Chidus, so it's not reflecting the highest levels of Elikus because it's Shalei Berech Telikus. So what do we accomplish? And if you say it's a Gileah Helem, then you stuck the other way. Exactly. If you say it's only Gileah Helem, you stuck the other way. You stuck that it's more lukus and less relates to us. That's why this is so you say this. That's why the Rebbe Rashab gets into this. And this is going to go on now um, all the way to the next Maimed. The question is, is Or another Isis, is it Be'erech Talukus or is it Einarech Talukus? So you see the Loshni brings a middle of, uh, middle of Pedic Zion. He says, so yes, on one hand, you called it Agile Helen. Like he says, where's the word Atzilus come from? Vatsalti Minaruach. Meshur Abenu said, Ma'ainli Basar and Pasha Balesko. So the Abishta said, Okay, Vatsalti, I will I will impart from your ruach, from your spirit unto the skenim. So that's Gilehel. The skenim are not a chidush, they're taking ruach amesha, and it comes to another darget. So that's why Atzilus from that is Gileahel. It's his pastus, not a Yashma'ayin, or else it wouldn't achieve the purpose. On the other hand, it says clearly, Atzilus is even further from Ayrasov than Bria is from Atzilus. So this, it doesn't put it in a question, but this clearly is a big dilemma. The answer, of course, the first answer he gives is, in this moment, is that it's Eris and Caleb. That the Eris of Atzilus are Gileahelim, and the Kalim are Yeshmai. Right? It says that. that, that mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the. the but it's, he's not satisfied with that because you know why? That answers to some extent. But what about the Eris and Kalim themselves? How do they meet? One is Yeshmai, so back to the same guy, it carries over again. And this will be a recurrent theme in Ayim Bays. As you go further in the Mamuts, at some point, you're going to still have the problem. Where are they going to meet? Because if something is still more alakus, How's it going to meet Nivroi? This is going to be a dilemma that's going to go for pages and pages. I'm actually learning another shir, the end of volume two, and he's still struggling with that issue. Now, not, well, now, let me explain what that means. It's not like he doesn't have an answer, but it's because it's more, it's more that it's not a philosophical question. It's an Avedidika question. That's the question. How can we, if we're going to be Betsir Nivroim, connect to that level? So there's a lot of answers to it. No, I don't want to take away the surprise as this drama unfolds, <laughs> so I'm not going to tell you what he says. But basically, 
He starts with Edis and Kalim, which of course is Aikir. Because Edis and Kalim, so in other words, like, like let's say, like if someone said to you, what's the closest part of the Kus inside of you? So Tanya says, What's the closest part of you as a nivra? Your goof. That's a simple way to explain it. The Gemara says, three things were like a behemoth and three things were like a, like a malach. So we have two parts to us. And that's where they meet. And the goal is that they should interact with each other. So with that, um, so he says, Edis and Kalim. So Edis and Kalim really is just another way of saying in our case, it's neshama and guf. Edison Kelim means the oir is more megaladel akushabaza, and there atzilus is a gilia helam, and the kelim is is more the kriyach hagvul of elakus. That's going to be a key point because remember the kelim of atzilus are not kelim of asiya. There's still a difference, which is why we need to understand and you understand what the kelim of atzilus. You can understand that the kelim and the edus of atzilus do can have a relationship, and the understanding of enareich. That will uh, that will discuss I think, next uh, in the next minor. So that's my my summary of this. There's more to say, obviously, but we'll we have plenty of time to do that. Does anybody want to ask anything? Any questions? Does that mean It means that uh, you understand it all, or it means that you don't understand anything? I usually find when people are quiet, is either they understand everything or they understand nothing. You know. Go ahead. Yeah. 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 I was, I was going to talk about it, but because of time, I'll talk about it in the next next Thursday. Um, uh, but yes, it's exactly the same, Nakuda. As a matter of fact, I will tell you something more. When you learn that, and then you learn this, you see that this almost begins where Samagvov ends. And not only that, I will discuss. I am based and some of take a different approach to the Gilead Helen and Yashmai. To just give you briefly, Asamarvov leans much more to Gilead Helen, and I am based is much more to Yashmai. Yeah, yeah, he'll also say that here too. But right, yeah, well, well, and you're going to see later, he'll say, I don't know if you say, says, but the uh, we're going according to the sheet of Edis Mishriyarim. Um, uh, Samarvav leans more to the sheet of Edis Pshutim. But he said both ways. No, because they both, no, they both, listen, it's, it's the same Rebbe and the same Chassidus. It's just a question of, we'll talk about this. It's a matter of focus. We'll talk about the Edis Pshutim and Edis Mishriyarim. I'll do that next time and actually talk about the difference in Samarvav and Ayim Beis. Samarvav is much more Mamatalamayal, Ayim Beis is much more Mamatalamayal. So, um, like, you know, Samarvav is more uh, ben Shanasa Evet, and here Evet Shanasa Ben, if you want to put it in other ACs. We'll talk about it. Okay, so let's stop here. Yeah. Yeah. Pleasure.